Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant, who has just come in from plowing or tending the sheep in the field, come here immediately and take your place at table? Would he not rather say to him, prepare something for me to eat, put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink? You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have done all you have been commanded, say we are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. The Gospel of the Lord. I remember it quite well. It was a Saturday morning in Winfield, Kansas, and I was wrestling the 90-pound weight class, clearly a long time ago. And it was then that my opponent from the junior club at South, I found myself in the second period already down in points. And in that second period, I found myself at one point on my back, about to get pinned, just teetering from shoulder to shoulder. And I realized that I had one shot to get the reversal. I had that desire to free myself, and so maneuvering my body, I not only got the reversal, but I ended up pinning him and winning the match. You see, darkness or defeat can stare us in the face oftentimes in life. And it's this small glimpse of light, a small desire to change, or faith the size of a mustard seed can be the difference between defeat and victory. We personally can recognize that in our own personal darkness. Maybe a voice of someone we know, maybe prayer. Whatever it is can offer us the hope we need to overcome the difficulties that we face. And as a society, we can relate to the people of our first reading today who pleaded with the Lord, why do you let me see ruin? Why must I look at misery? You see, we like them were given the task to serve as a light to the nation. But instead, our country has grown complacent to the point of allowing sin and the culture of death to prevail. You see, in desiring to change and seeking to leave the darkness of life and the darkness of our culture behind, in order to pave the way to becoming a culture of light and life, we must have faith. We cannot be cowards. For as St. Paul tells us in our second reading today, God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather of power and love and self-control. You see, these three things are essential to transforming any heart, the heart of a nation especially, power. Do we rely on the grace of God to truly transform our hearts and lead us where we are supposed to be? Love, willing the good of the other. Are we willing to go out and make a stand to correct politicians or to correct our loved ones or to correct our family members or friends, because that is truly willing their good. And finally, self-control, allowing our reason to control our passions so that we're not simply relying on our emotions for our decision-making, or most especially for our policy-making. You see, this weekend we're reminded of this defeat that stares us in the face, of a perceived darkness, 
especially as a state. On April 26th of this year, the Kansas Supreme Court ruled that there's a constitutional right to abortion, threatening to eliminate current restrictions and erase all the progress we've made to defend life, even to making sure that those clinics are bound to certain health standards. You see, this Respect Life Sunday, we are reminded of the need to work to defend life. For many, this topic may seem like a policy that will never change or one that they're tired of simply hearing about. But let's be honest about this. The defense of human life is something that the Catholic Christian community has articulated even since as early as the second century in the Didache. It's not simply a political leverage used to support one party or another. This is an issue of respecting human life. And so we cannot grow complacent in allowing this darkness to reign. We must serve as a people of light to pierce the darkness of a world that only perpetuates it by eliminating life and leaving millions of mothers and fathers, sisters and brothers, without a son, daughter, or a sibling. You see, we've been baptized in Christ. We cannot be defeated. And so as Paul reminds us, do not be ashamed of your testimony to the Lord. You see, we must pray for the Lord to increase our faith that once again all life will be defended and found sacred, no matter how young or old, no matter how rich or poor, or no matter if it's in our country or in another. We must respond in this moment of our state's history, much like that wrestling match, with a desire for victory in the face of defeat and the faith that a reversal is possible. We are called to participate in this effort being a witness to light amidst the darkness through not only voting and public advocacy, but through generosity, through prayer and example. Acting upon this desire for change by offering women in trouble, a source of hope, a light in their life, resources that they need to continue on and accompaniment as they, like Mary, accept the trials of an unexpected pregnancy. Change can be effected through voting, through petitions like the one that is currently going around to encourage the addition of a constitutional amendment for our state. And finally, we must turn to our Blessed Mother, the patroness of our country. Tomorrow, October 7th, we will celebrate Our Lady of the Rosary. And on October 7th, 1571, darkness was setting in as land forces were creeping into Europe, seeking to eliminate Christianity from the face of European culture. And a key naval battle was forming against a greatly outnumbered Christian fleet. But these 200 sailors, who, who found that their defeat was likely, decided to get together and pray the rosary. And that day, they were able to win and push back the darkness that threatened to extinguish the light of Christianity. They won, then recognizing then, therefore, our mother as Our Lady of Victory. You see, my brothers and sisters, this is the hope that we have. May our faith increase in the power and love of God working in our lives through the intercession of the Blessed Mother. For as St. Jose Maria Escrivá says, the day that we practice the virtue of faith, trusting in God and his mother, we will be daring and loyal. God, who is the same God as ever, will work miracles through our hands. Grant me, dear Jesus, the faith I truly desire. My mother, Mary Most Holy, make me really believe. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. 